Dr. Energy, do you have issues in your tissues? We all do. All right. Well, according to Rani, we do. So we have to think about that so that it's from the inside, right? The issues are inside, carrying them in our tissues, and then you will address different ways for us to release that. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome back to another conversation worth having with the BU Network. I'm Joe, Dr. Energy. I'm Catherine Asaro Myers, affectionately known as Rara is in the house. Sometimes I forget who I am too. Who am <laughs> I all, today? We all have days like that, don't we? <laughs> oh, as you said in one other show, Sybil, who are you today? So I'm not sure who I brought to the table. <laughs> as long as we bring all of ourselves to the table, we're good to go. They're all here. And actually my other ego left her other mala there. So I guess she's, uh, she's in the house. <laughs> Today, we're going to have the pleasure of interviewing and speaking with our guest. And just before we do that, Dr. Energy, we have some new things that have been going on. So before Mm -hmm. we bring Rani on, don't give it all away. You know, I watch Mm -hmm. recipes and cooking, and I always feel like this is a little something that they don't tell us. And that's why it doesn't come out exactly that way. (laughs) I I have some amazing recipes that I 30 years of experience might have something to do with that, too. Right. So I was watching something this morning, putting together a series of videos, and they happened to be male chefs. Mm-hmm. And they were wearing different outfits. So what happened was the outfits were so intriguing that I was missing the ingredients in the <laughs> recipes. So I showed I showed my husband, and he's looking at that, and he's laughing. He's like, how did you choose those videos? I said, well, I was looking for the food. But some of the chefs were wearing aprons with no shirts, and some of them had some music in the background. They were dancing. And he just laughed the whole time. He's like, and you were looking for the food? I'm like, I was. (laughs) Just that they popped up. I can't help it. It was like one amazing. And then the the last chef was pouring a cup of coffee, but he did a a one-arm handstand on the counter. And I said, and this is our barista. You've been replaced. (laughs) Amazing. So in recording and having a conversation and the conversations that we have, sometimes it's what we're doing that just takes Mm. the the focus away from what we're saying. Right. Squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Someone may not be listening or catch what we say the first time. So they may listen again. So we we could be as entertaining as we like, knowing that someone may want to hit replay and watch us again. As long as we laugh and we're having a good time. That's right. We have we have lots lots going on and lots mm-hmm. to do. I'd, I'd like to get to to introducing Rani. Yeah, go few, for it. Yeah, a few different ways. There's so many things about Rani that I want to say. First, I'd like to say that Rani is a friend. Mm-hmm. Rani is a colleague, and Rani is someone that I've admired from the moment that I met her. <clears throat> and I really feel that Rani is embracing art and culture wherever she goes. And I love the pictures that we have and that we're looking at of Rani. She always has such a big smile and it makes makes such a difference because I think whatever Rani does, we're we're following her. Mm. Rani is a certified holistic nutritionist, mindful-based stress reduction trainer, and clinical somatic educator. I'll have Rani talk a little bit more about the things that she does and the people that she does them with because I think it's very impactful when it comes from Rani. I've had a lot of experience online Mm -hmm. because we've had a lot of online 
workshops and relationship building. So Renny, mm -hmm. I'd like to welcome you to the BU Network and thank you so much for being a guest here. How are you today? I'm great and thank you so much for inviting me. Well, it seems like to it. It seemed like you have so much to share that it would be best if it comes from you. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, if you look great in color, what's your connection to color? Well, I um, I guess I was an artist. I guess I am and still. I'm a creative person. And um, color really speaks to me. And, you know, a lot of people are wearing darker colors as sort of their uniform. But I like to wear color uh, because um, it sort of exudes my creativity. I then translated that to food when I became a nutritionist. So I love the color in food. And it mm. turns out there's amazing benefits because that means they're high in antioxidants. And true to your color, you are wearing a color and true to our Sicilian nature, we both have our color of choice, which is black. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't wear your strapless today, Dr. Energy, but you know, you didn't get the memo. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> I, Little. I don't have my summer body anymore. I'm working mm. on it. Oh, well, I, you know, I find that the winter, I have the best body in the winter and in the summer, for some reason, it's not as good. The winter for me is perfect. I love there's that a good, body. There's a good reason for that. And we can talk about that later, but. Yeah. All right. All right. So Renny, you're talking about color and I love how you're doing that. And you're telling us how it has a connection into your life. And I know that color shows up in people's lives other than their clothes. Often we're looking at ourselves in a mirror, but what about the things that we see? So you're, you're talking about food to us often. What does the color in food have to do with our health? Foods are loaded with color. I mean, if you really look at fruits and vegetables, they're just loaded with color and they are filled with antioxidants, which are fantastic for your health. So that's really a sort of exciting component to eating well when you can enjoy color in your life mm. and in your food when you're eating. So Dr. Energy, that's all about the presentation as we talk to our clients about, you know, the, the art of presenting Gar Reynolds and mm. the, the presentation of our words, of our, of our body, our body right. language. It's, That's true. You know, it very much is about presentation. And how many? How many of your? How many of the scent, different senses can we engage in anything? Whether it's eating or presenting or watching something or creating art, the more senses that we can engage, the more chance we have of having a connection with people or a connection with what it is we're doing. Well, see, there's the thing about food and the presentation. So it's how it looks. What does it look like to us? And what does it look like to others? So presentation isn't just, Renny, what we see when we look in the mirror. It's what others are seeing. And this is something I know you're both going to love. What happens when we point to ourselves? Let's do a little exercise. Can you point to yourself? Can you point to yourself? Where are you pointing? Bring the fingers close. Okay, well, Dr. Energy, lower them for this exercise. Just, yeah, okay, that not too low. Perfect. Okay, so we are at our heart. So when we point to ourselves, that's really what we're presenting. And Rani, you talk so much about this in your movement and what you do. So it's not only what we see or how we feel when we put the color on, it's what comes from the inside. So can you talk a little bit about that with us, the movement and the heart connection? It's interesting how people are um, 
so much influenced about what's around them. And they don't really see that so much of their healing or their outlook really comes from the inside. We're so uh, influenced and really quite um, controlled by what's happening around us. Uh, we need to really look at what's happening inside of us and feeling more comfortable with what's in of who we are. In my movement sessions, uh, where I do Qigong, some yoga, and somatic movement, we're really looking from the inside out. And we're trying to really connect to the stress that's hidden in our body and to release it and to find calm within ourselves because we are the ones who are really able to heal ourselves. It's all within us. Cool. I love that, Dr. Energy. I know you're going to say something. My acupuncturist recommended Qigong to me the other day, yes. and I wanted to bring Rani in the room. I was going to yeah, call yeah. her from the table <laughs> with needles in my head and say, Rani, my acupuncturist is recommending what you do, but I was afraid if I picked up the phone and I hit the needle, the yeah, so. <laughs> no, what I was, I was going to say it was about the color, how we, it plays such a large part in our healing. I, I you know, yes, I'm wearing a black sweater today, but I do recently, I bought a whole bunch of new t-shirts and I realized that my tendency is to buy blue, black, and that's mostly the colors that my blue is my favorite color in case anybody didn't know that already. Um, and so I purposely went and bought colors, different colors that I would, than I would normally wear. So I ended up buying like a yellow t-shirt, an orange one, a green one, a red one. I've worn red a fair bit in the past as well. And then I, and then even having done that, I realized that some of the colors I wear more often than the other ones. I have a lot, a nice, yes. nice lilac one as well. And, and so it's just, it, it's interesting where oftentimes the colors that we don't like to wear are often the places in our life that we most need to connect with to heal in our life. And so I start, hence I started wearing a lot more yellow and orange recently. So mm. we can connect that to well, the Well, it is very much right? connected. Uh -huh. But we said it at the same time. Right. What does to that mean? Each of the chakras, right? So mm -hmm. exactly. That's right. It connects to the chakras. And a lot of us see color. Yes. Uh, in our spiritual, in our spiritual journeys or in our emotions, we would see color as well. Yes. So when you talk about going into that, going and looking at what we don't associate with might be what we have to work on. So Rani, when we're in the room, maybe you want to explain a little bit about Qigong because maybe someone thinks it's a musical instrument. Could you, <laughs> could you sound share, like that? Right. Can you share a little bit about what that is? Yeah. So Qigong is a sort of an ancient form of, I think it had a, um, a self-defense connection like to Tai Chi, for example, Tai Chi and Qigong are very much connected. And Qigong became more of a movement to really look at um, calming the body uh, as a way as you moved. And it, so it's not really a whole series of movements like in chi, uh, Tai Chi. You're just doing movements more to become more connected internally. And the one, the movement of Qigong that I'm doing, the style is called Radiant Lotus, Qigong movement um, through Daisy Lee, and it's about really more geared towards women. And it really is about the way that I'm doing it is to really drain the lymphatic system, to really help move and stimulate the lymphatic system, and to detox uh, toxins and uh, stress out of the body. What a great time of year to learn this. I mean, even if we know it and we forget it, I'm sure there are times where we 
just mm. don't do those things, right? We're like, right. oh, I know, you, I know, I should do that, and then you give us a great reminder. <laughs> it's it's a good, it's a good time of the year to detox before we go and talks again. <laughs> exactly. Yes. We're getting so in we'll, front of a we'll, lot of people. We'll, we're gonna be. We need to be doing this exercise again in the new year. <laughs> it should be part of our practice. Daily, right? yes. With um, qigong, you are basically. Uh, doing it as also a grounding exercises exercise to really uh, sort of put yourself in a vertical alignment to really ground your feet to the ground and just get centered. And so that's something you can do anytime throughout the day. Dr. Energy, could you imagine lying in bed, putting your feet on the bed? Well, your feet are on the ground and doing the movements. <laughs> sure, why not? Right? Like grounding. I can put my feet anywhere. I can put them on the wall, lie on my back and do the movements, right? As long as my feet are touching something. Is that correct? Yes and no. The The connection is really to the earth. So it's really more about standing and your posture uh, and being in vertical alignment. But, you know, there are many exercises you can do with your feet against the wall and all kinds of stretching and um, getting yourself ready for sleep. So that's another way you could do it on the bed. Right. That's There's great. many different like movements that. for that. Mm, love that. Okay. Well, now you've got me my curiosity peaked about how I could lie in bed, put my feet on the wall, stand, be grounded, drain the body, detox the body. All of this is all possible with Qigong. Where has it been all my life? Why have we not been practicing this <laughs> over the decades? Really? Why has it not been in the forefront? Good question. Renny, is, uh, is there oh, okay. a reason why this is like a, a hidden a hidden answer to our health? Um, well, it's not really a hidden answer. It's uh, Many people do it, especially if they've been doing Tai Chi or yoga. It's uh, It's been around for quite a while. It's just uh, becoming more in the forefront as uh, people are really looking for alternative ways to really cope with stress. And so many people are incorporating. Also, there's a whole healing um, side to it. Uh, to, for for different illnesses. So you can do different movements and pressure points that you're doing tapping throughout the body or you know pressing certain points in the body that uh, are also very um, sort of reflective to specific illnesses. And so, so that's a possibility as well. So there are specific benefits, just it's not just about calming the body or grounding as a general practice. There are actually specific movement patterns and things we can do for specific illnesses. Exactly. So it, it has it has a much deeper um, connection to um, where you would tap or you would do certain movements that were related to releasing, uh, I guess, uh, gallbladder stones or mm. uh, mm. helping to reduce uh, uh, digestive issues uh, or women who having um, cancer of the breast or various issues around that. Uh, so there's various movements and pressure points that you can access to really make it uh, much more functional in helping with particular diseases right. and conditions. So, so it's not really a cure for any of those conditions. It's more about supporting the body in, in, in accessing its own natural ability to heal itself. To like, right. so you're, you're basically stimulating that at that ability in ourselves to so that we can heal whatever is going on in our life. Yes, with the uh, tapping and the acupressure points, you're you're uh, focusing on meridian points in the body. So by pressing on them or tapping on them, you're releasing that energy, which is part of Chinese mm -hmm. medicine, where you're releasing the energy so it can heal. 
You know, we're talking we're talking about what's been in existence, like meditation, for example. Thousands of years. And yet yeah. people, when I was growing up, there were people meditating, but I did not grow up in the era, there's my New York accent, where we were taught <laughs> to meditate. That wasn't what we were told to do. I think yeah. in the 50s, I was born in the late 50s, so in the 50s and 60s, the things that were being, that were trending were nothing like meditation or qigong even though this has been around for a really long time things that have been with us for decades sometimes are in the background because of marketing media what's trending who's leading the information but true to ourselves when we know what the tools are like you're mentioning right now we can use them to fuel ourselves regardless of what our age is i think young children now are learning not i think i know they're learning yoga in school we yeah. did not learn yoga in school no. that was out of the question but so. we also had but we also had as kids our phys ed classes in school were much more frequent than they are now and so that whole idea of movement and connecting to our bodies and each other through movement, it's something that's needed in, in the schools right now, that yoga, because, yeah, there's the kid, so much anxiety and depression and stuff going on. And, and kids, kids are actually days. doing... Hey, yeah, go ahead. And kids are also doing meditation in school. I mean, mm -hmm. there's actually people doing the yoga, as you mentioned, and meditation in school with elementary kids and high school kids, which is fantastic. So they're getting sort of a head start in some of this. I have a former patient who she learned um, EFT, the tapping yes. uh, technique. And she's, she was a teacher, elementary school, and she would teach it to the grade four class, the grade three classes, just, just to tap so they could calm themselves, yeah. so they could learn how, learn how to re regulate themselves and be more connected to what was going on. So they could feel and express whatever emotion was coming up in the moment without it leading to a big nuclear explosion in the classroom. What a wonderful thing for those kids yeah. to get those tools so young. Exactly. That's amazing. Do you work with children in your practice, Rani? I do not um, at this time work with children in my practice, but I have worked with um, teenagers or um, and young adults. What would you say is the common problem that people run into that you're helping them solve? Well, people run, uh, we all live with stress and stress is a natural uh, sort of condition in a sense. We're wired for stress. It helps protect us and keep us safe. But at the same time in our society, we are um, staying more in the chronic state of stress. So our, our uh, autonomic nervous system of um, Sympathetic and parasympathetic. And the sympathetic, we're in the fight or flight. Parasympathetic is the rest and digest. So we're often staying in that sympathetic, that fight or flight, and not releasing and getting out of that stress state. It's becoming chronic. And it turns, and it really is how our mind and our mental health is really affected by that because we don't have that physical activity, that release. And humans aren't really made to, by that in the same way as animals are. Animals just shake it out. And humans don't really have that ability to really shake it out unless they make a conscious effort to shake. So that's an interesting <laughs> component that we don't really, um, we're not really meant for that, but we are really living with a chronic state of stress in our current society today. So currently you solve that problem. 
<laughs> you solve it or you give us tools for yeah. that. We could, you could, we could, we could all do with taking a little bit of Taylor Swift's advice and just shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to get your whole body into the Yes, shape. absolutely. Because yeah. the haters gonna hate, hate, hate. Yeah, exactly. I see yeah. our, my dog, you know, often when she's sleeping, she's shaking, you know, yeah. and that's how she's getting out her daily stress. So it's and, kind and, of and this is something that, that stretches right. somatic movement is based on cat movements of stretching. Yeah. And so, and that's how we get the stress out of our body is doing certain kinds of movements that release that stress, that tension, because we carry issues in our tissues yep. and they don't really go away until we really, and that's trauma or an injury or a health condition. And so it's really looking at ways in which we can release it. Dr. Energy, do you have issues in your tissues? We all do. All right. Well, according to Randy, we do. So we have to think about that so that it's from the inside, right? The issues are inside, carrying them in our tissues, and then you mm -hmm. will address different ways for us to right. release that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, one that's the, correct. One of the things I like that I talk about with patients is that, you know, we talk about stress as a condition. It's actually a response to the conditions of our life. So it's a, it's actually a symptom. It's not a cause. It is the body because stress is a perceived thing. Everybody, what, what I find stressful, Randy may not, or you may mm. not Catherine and what you find stressful, I might not because it's all a perceived thing. So what I've over 30 plus years of, of doing, working with people is come to realize is that stress is basically a resistance to something in our life, a resistance to the way things are to compared to the way we'd like it to be. When we boil it right down to the, you know, we boil off all the other stuff and what we're left with at the bottom, the hard stuff at the bottom, it's basically a resistance to something between the way it is and the way we'd like it to be. And so we start to, and then we have all these thoughts and we create this whole body chemistry and we create stress and we stay in this fight or flight state about it. And now there are specific things that we all find stressful, life-threatening situations, moving, marriage, <laughs> divorce. So all far, of you those haven't things. touched on any subjects I find stressful. So <laughs> let's keep going. Well, actually, even planning for a wedding can be stressful. Planning, even planning that can also right, affect exactly. your, you know, sympathetic system. So sure. your your nervous system. So that's it's as simple as that. Yeah. So so anything, any issues that we already have in our tissues, as you say, Rani, are going to be made are going to amplify when we are in that chronic fight or flight, that chronic stress state. That's correct. And, and uh, the issue, the, the thing is also is that we're um, so used to being uh, moving and being active mm -hmm. and thinking and doing, and doing all this, but the response is felt in the body. Yes. As you said, stress is a response and that's cr and true. And that's, part of that we feel it in our body and that we don't get it out. And that are all sort of precursor conditions to illness later on in life. Right. So Randy, this leads me to fun because nothing stressed me out so far, what you talked about, but let's talk <laughs> a little bit about some fun. Like we, oh, we didn't talk about family. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sicilian family. All right. You hit it. You hit the nail on the head. That's it. Boom, boom. School of Asta. So what we could do is talk about some fun and how we add that. Yeah. We have our own language. I just love that we do that. Yes. 
let's talk a little bit about how we can add some fun to our life with the knowledge that you have and the things that you're bringing in to help. I, I understand some people have more to deal with than others, but what about those happy-go-lucky audience right now? They're tuning in. They're like, I don't have any of those problems. I've got the world on a string. Everything is great. How do we enforce this happy-go-lucky attitude with what you have in your practice? Well, um, I think it's about being able to really enjoying yourself and really getting into your body and experiencing some really um, joyful pleasure in moving your body and joyful pleasure in just understanding more about yourself. And, you know, being happy in your life. So one of the projects that I'm working on is about finding where is your health? Where is the health? We always are told that it's, a you know, I'm sick and it's here and it's there. And that's a negative thing. But putting yourself in a positive mindset of mm. where are you healthy? And so you're going into this neutral mm. zone, as I talk it, is to find that peace and calm where you can be happy and enjoy yourself and have fun. So I love that. I love that joy because and you talk about like in our body, like sometimes people are not really in touch with themselves. And I'm saying this for those who are tuning in, we, we are the creators of our own destiny. So if the more we know about our bodies, the more we can solve issues and right. the more we can tap into and magnify the things that are really good for us, the things that make us feel good or that we feel good around. So let's talk a little bit about what makes you happy. Dr. Energy, what what really does it for you? Okay, remember the show and the audience, please. <laughs> right, right, right. We got to keep it PG. Right, right. Keep it PG. Um, what makes me happy? What, having a nice walk and just appreciating the beauty in a tree or a flower. The neighborhood I live in has a lot of old trees and older plants. And so, especially in the spring and the fall, those are my sort of my two favorite times of year, besides the skiing in the winter. Um, but seeing the colors in the spring start to bloom and then seeing the colors in the fall and the leaves start to change and the leaf and the drop from the trees, those, and sometimes I just walk up and down the street, walk through the neighborhood with this, just a slight smile on my face, a grin almost. And I know people are looking at me like, what's with this dude? Was he been smoking or something like that? Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I'm just, I'm just in that moment. I'm feeling happy and full of joy and gratitude for just for that moment. And it's, you know, being, being on a ski hill, I made a video about that on my YouTube channel in the winter, just being out by on the, on the ski hill. It doesn't even matter what the weather's doing when I'm on the ski hill. I get so in the moment. I'm just there. I'm moving and I'm connected with my body, connecting with my, with nature around me. It's just, yeah, those are just a few, a few of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a song like Mary <laughs> I've Poppins. I've never heard that song before. Sounds like a Mary Poppins song. Yesterday, I took a photo of what was going on around us, and it looks surreal with the way that the mm. sky was. From yesterday to today with the rain and the wind, had I not taken that shot, mm. half the leaves came off the tree. Right. What I really love about what you said is when you're in the moment and enjoying it. I took a picture yeah. because I thought it looked surreal. It was just... Right crazy amazing with the oranges and the blues and the whites and the yellows and the reds had i not really enjoyed that moment what i did is as i was coming into the house i decided to turn around mm. 
and look behind me right. and do a 360 and not just get into the house because that's where I had to be. Right. Because coming into something at the moment you have to do it, you know, to me, that means I'm late. I learned that from my yoga studio. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. So when, <laughs> when I was coming into the house, I thought, let me turn around and let me back up and take a walk. And I walked around the property. I took some shots and I looked at them and I thought, that is beautiful. And it could be behind me if I didn't just hmm. do a 180, do a 360. So what I really love and what really makes me happy is that I could take a perspective and maybe it's a small pivot, mm. but take a moment to look all around me and see it from another perspective. I like right. being able to raise my energy up and look at things from an aerial view. Right. And I like lying down and looking at it with the sky straight up or putting my feet on the wall or hanging upside down over the... I just like to do things like that. I like the perspective. And it really makes me feel happy that I don't forget to do that. And it's mm. the childlike yes. motions for me that make me feel like, yes, that's that's given me that like when I was a kid, I must have done that because I still like doing it. Yep. Granny. I like to do like I walk my dog and I'm out in a park with other people and their dogs and we just play and it's just so much fun. And uh, you know, or being with other people, like socializing socializing is such a great part of uh aging that you you know, really keeps you youthful and connected to people. Mm. So important for uh, keeping your mind active and your cognitive abilities also primed. So I think, you know, playing, being with people is such an important part of enjoying yourself and uh, enjoying, um, you know, having a good sense of your body as well. But I think, I really think that play is such an underestimated mm. undervalued i should say yes. uh, component in our life because we tend to be playing when we're kids but we're not really playing as adults especially when we get older and so when we playing is really so um key to really just being yourself and just letting go and just you know being in the moment of being present and if you watch kids when they're little they're in the moment. They're very present with what they're doing. They don't have any awareness of what's going You're on. You're right. You're so we need to do that as adults to right. really get mm -hmm. into it and really be present and just play. And uh, I'd like to, you know, recommend that as a remedy mm. <laughs> for any any kind of condition or mood or anything that you're feeling is to really go out and play. And I think and, that uh, as adults, that's what we're looking for that sense of being in the moment. And because when you're in the moment and just in the, or in the flow, as they call it. Yes. In the flow. Yeah. There's no such thing as stress because mm -hmm. you're in the moment, you're perfectly aligned with who you're being in that moment and nothing else exists. There is no stress. So it takes us out of those, out of feeling stress in our body. We feel better. We feel more at ease. We feel more peace. We feel more calm. So why not go and, find moments of play, whatever that is for, for an adult. Does anybody else like to climb trees? Yeah, Dr. Yes. Energy, we went to that <laughs> restaurant over at White Oaks. I think it's called right. Play. I have an observation over what the three of us just said, because I was really listening to each mm -hmm. of us, not waiting to speak. And what I heard you say was an introverted type of enjoyment for myself as well, mm. visual. And what I heard Rani say was an extrovert, yes. an extroverted uh, example. And it's really funny because here we are speaking about 
play and what it, what we enjoy. And it was an introverted activity where it required us, only us, <laughs> and nature. It did not include people, period. And Randy's talking about socialization. And I'm thinking... <laughs> Okay, well, we are shy, quiet, loud introverts. That's yeah. clear, as Chris Doe would say. And I, I really love what Chris Doe does. You know, I'm a huge fan of Chris Doe and yeah. Aragorn And Chris Doe talked a little bit today about, tell us something about yourself that we don't know. I'll just paraphrase it like that. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to sort of go into a section here, if, if mm -hmm. I may. Tell us something about you that we don't know. So what I did is I went onto Christo's post on Instagram and I wrote, I translate geek. Because I was told that I translate geek. And I love that. So I'm curious if we could just come up with a sentence about that for us and our audience will learn that. So hashtag Christo and his post mm. on Instagram today and the inspiration for this segment in BU Network. Thank you for listening to our audience. So. Dr. Energy, can mm. you go next while Randy's thinking? I am not as much of an extrovert as it may sometimes appear. Cool. Randy? I am a mix of introvert and extrovert, but I like to um, be with people, but not always be in the forefront. Thank you. So with Chris, it was it was a sentence that we could write. You know what I really oh, like? Okay. No, it's okay. We're talking hell. That's fine. But what I liked uh, about I know, this like exercise, I translate geek. I know what you're saying. Yes. So what I liked about this exercise was I got to write something and then I got the opportunity to mm. not explain it. Here's what I loved about what he did. I wrote it and I just left it. I'm like, I'm going to let that sentence be because whatever it means, it means to anyone because he said, just tell us the thing. You have to go to his post. It was so cool. So what I liked about this exercise was it gave a clear call to action. And he said mm -hmm. like six or seven things that he's good at. It was great personal things. I loved it, loved it. And he did it in sentence form. And then when I wrote it, I followed his lead, his pattern, which was just say it. And I thought, and say it in the terms of writing it. Right. So I wrote three words. I translate geek next. And I was reading when I posted, there were 97 comments before me. You can go to the IG post and I didn't like retain them. I wanted to look mm -hmm. at them, take a quick look. I wanted to see what people were doing. Some people were writing like paragraphs. And I thought my interpretation was to answer the question. And I did. And then at 97, I'll go back when we're done our show. I'll see how many people responded to him. And that's a great question, Ranny. What are some of the other things that people said? And I usually just take a quick look. I want to see what their paragraphs, what the mm -hmm. short answers. And he did a carousel, which he's really so well known for. So check it out. It's a good post, but it's a great question. It's mm -hmm. a good question in, in an interview like this. What is it that people don't know about you? And they may make assumptions, right? By looking at us, they mm. may come up with some assumption. You know, we're, we're running a business that's about presentations. Right. We're teaching people how to be in front of a camera. So therefore, one must be and not knowing that there's a combination. So I have a question. Let's 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 take this game one step further since... We are about creating growth and just pushing the edges of our comfort zone a little bit. And we want to talk to entrepreneurs and business people as well. So Catherine, I'm going to ask you first. So Randy, you'll get, you'll have an opportunity to think about it and I'll go last. What is something that people may not know about your business? 
I, I'll go with the generality One over sentence. the last 40 years. What people don't know about my business is what I don't want them to know. Perfect. It is clearly by design. Good. Okay. Randy, if there was a best kept secret about your business, what would that be? I do a lot. I like to, I do a lot of research. Okay. Perfect. I do okay. a lot of research about different topics. Okay. Awesome. So now let's play it one more. Oh, you, let's. I, I haven't answered that, but I, if you want to go to the next question. No, but no, I, I, I don't think about that more. Cause yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me, for me, one thing that people don't know about the business is that certain aspects of my business were actually hobbies to start. Okay, let's go to the next question. What is it that people would be able to say about your business that you know about that you would say, yes, this is what people say. So what what is it that you would and I'm going to start and get it over with because <laughs> What people know about my business is what I paid almost $10,000 for when I moved here. And that is Rara. Mm -hmm. I actually don't answer to Catherine. It is who I am. It's what I resonate with. It's where I am in my head and my heart. And that is very clear to me that that message was not only conveyed, it's felt. So one of the, one of the things that if somebody said something about my, my business, I'm going, yeah, that's exactly it. Is when you want to be aligned in body, mind, and spirit, go see Dr. Joe. Love it. For me, it's about wanting to have an experience with uh, getting to know yourself. Awesome. Cool. So the skill set of explaining and listening and how we do things, I love that we touch on this in our show. Mm -hmm. There are different ways that we learn. And when we're listening, we're like, wait a minute, draw me a picture because I'd like, <laughs> I want to draw a picture about this, right? I want to have a little bit more involvement than just the words. So yes. I love that we can play this game. We did a really nice game uh, with Marion Grob Finkelstein. I was just chatting with her yesterday and mm -hmm. I love what we did with her. And I was just, Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Remember that episode? Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. And playing a game like what we just did, this will really keep Ranny's name and business right up there right. because we got into what, who we are and what really makes us tick. And that's so much fun for our audience to listen to because it's not, that monotone going right. from one topic to the next <laughs> and they're going to just tune right out. Exactly. I love that we can provide that. And that there's a reason we called the show, the podcast conversations worth having because yeah. it's a conversation and we don't know when you start a conversation, you don't necessarily know where it's going to go. And when it's a, a risk, I guess, that you take as a host wondering, where the conversation could go, because some people like to control it. We're, we like to have a little bit more openness with it. And as a, if I could just drop a little nugget here, this, the, that exercise that we just did, those three questions, I would invite you to take those three questions and apply them to your own life, your own business. Or yeah. if, you're not, if you don't have Great your own idea. business. I thought of things afterwards. Yeah, yeah. If you, or even if you don't have your own business, if you work for somebody else or in an organization, how could you apply those questions to what you do so you can find some fulfillment, some connection within that, what you do, it would be a great exercise to, to investigate and maybe even create some marketing pieces around because you could take the answers to those questions and mm. run with them. 
So Dr. Great Energy, idea. let's talk to our audience and let's give them this as a call to action as yeah. we wrap up. So what you just said, what he just said. So let's said. go into the chat below mm -hmm. and share with us your answers to those three questions and let us know. We also have a voice message option yes. on our website. And we'll put that, so, we'll put that here on the, uh, on the screen for you. So you can find out where that is. So you can drop us a voice message. You can create a video and you can type it any way that you're comfortable. And if you want to use all three, we invite you to go and use all three. If you have never used that voice option on our website, go play with it. It's really fun. It's really cool. We have a really good time with it. So in, in the light of playing and being playful, I actually do that. I leave Dr. Energy messages on yep. there because I want him to know that, you know, I'm thinking about him. So just go on there and do that too. It's right on our website. And we, and we may pick one or two or more over upcoming shows to play on the show. Because we, we never know what we're going to hear from people and we'd like to hear your answers. There might be something that inspires us and that would be amazing. So before we wrap up, Rennie, is there anything that you would like to ask us before we go around? We have a BU moment. Is there something that you, well, there's two things. One, is there anything you'd like to ask us? And then after that, I have one more question about a BU moment. I think it's been a lot of fun uh, being hanging out with you guys today. And uh, obviously you have really uh, a great rapport with each other. Uh, so I guess asking you about, um, you know, how do you keep it fresh? Thank you. You want to go first, Dr. Energy? Oh, ladies, ladies first. Ladies first Not age before beauty. Way. Okay. All right. Ladies, ladies, first. First. ladies first. So we keep it fresh. We're aligned. You know, it really makes a big difference that we are aligned. We stay very tight. We connect on many levels and we trust and we let the universe take the things that we are not having time for. And we just sort of lean back and let the other one have each other's back. Boom, boom. And my answer would be, was, would be that people often think that we're married <laughs> or partners. We're not. We're clearly in different cities, uh, but we just have that, that rapport. And one of the ways that we keep that is, as, Kath, as, as Rara said, is we are aligned with giving our audience the best and most valuable information possible so that they can be the best version of themselves in their business. And when we keep that as the energy behind everything we do and when we're connecting with you, people like yourself as a guest or a conversation, people feel that and it draws deeper things out of them than they might otherwise. Mm, true. And, and same for Rara and I, when we just do an episode where it's just the two of us, we, it, it, we do the same thing. That's a great question, Rani. And and you're right. I actually do feel like I have two husbands. So that would make it six husbands. No, six marriages. <laughs> However many it is, I just think it feels great. It feels wonderful. You should be, someone should be in my shoes. It feels absolutely wonderful to have this alignment. So let's talk about our BU moment. Let's see what has happened today that we would like to say, hmm, that moment really impacted me. Whatever it is, like we have not unrehearsed, we know that. And we know as show hosts, we are out on the edge of the cliff right now, taking the chance because our guests can say absolutely anything. But <laughs> we're just going to lean back and we're going to say, we trust the universe. Rani, what is your BU moment for today? That it was so spontaneous, uh, that it was, um, there were so many unexpected twists and turns. Thank you. I like the way we talked about uh, stress and um, what Dr. Joe presented from his perspective. 
That was interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So what's your twist and turn, Dr. Energy? Oh, play. I like to play. Oh, yeah. Great our conversation about play. Well, for me, my... When you just say twi- twist and turn, it reminded me, and maybe this is my BU moment, of my best friend from high school, Angus, who we always always have a joke that say, you can be bitter and cynical, but not twisted. You can be cynical and twisted, but not bitter. You can be bitter and twisted, but not cynical. <laughs> so you can be any two of the three. If you're all three at the same time, you got a load of problems. But if you're only two of the three, you can deal with it and life goes on. That's my BU moment. It reminded me of Angus. Robert, what about yourself? My BU moment was just knowing that I had another husband at the same time that I have this (laughs) husband. And I love that my two husbands are really- Don't tell David. (laughs) He listens to us. He's our biggest fan. I know. know. Every word about it. He's like probably our first listener for everything. I just love that. That just lifted me right up. I'm like, yes. Which anniversary are we going to celebrate? Because I'm expecting a gift. (laughs) I can't, keep live in two cities, I can't keep trapped. Which yeah. is even better. Yeah. We have so many. We do have anniversaries actually with our business and birthdays mm-hmm. with our business. So we certainly do. We actually have parties for our for our business. Absolutely, celebrate. We do. Any we any chance to celebrate is a good is a good chance. Well, that's a great note to wrap up on. I think that's that's a wrap. This is such a fun show to be with you today, Rani. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. We both do. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. It was great. Yeah, awesome. Ciao, babies. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for joining us. Sharing is caring. Tell your friends about conversations worth having on BU Network. We really appreciate your reviews, and you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. For show notes and links, go to www.b-u.network forward slash podcasts. Connect with us via our website, www.b-u.network. We're looking forward to hearing from you. And thank you for being with us. Ciao. Ciao, babies.